Diva Speaks podcast is the premier relationship podcast that explicitly deals with relationship matters from a woman's point of view. No subject is off limits. Relationship challenges, sex, intimacy, dating, infidelity, finances, heartbreak, and situationships are all a part of the discussion. Your relationship matters. Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting episode of Diva Speaks. This is your hostess, Angela, and tonight joining me is the infamous Jasmine. Say hello to the people, Jasmine. Hey, you guys. Back at it again. We're back at it, right? So... We want to thank you for tuning in to this very exciting episode. And tonight we're going to be talking about red flags and the red flags that you need to acknowledge in the initial stages of dating. What do you think about our topic, Jazz? I mean, I think it really needs to be talked about a lot more. I feel like people are failing at what they're trying to do in relationships because they're not acknowledging flags like you could save yourself a lot of time a lot of heartbreak a lot of frustration if you acknowledge these red flags and make the right decisions once you know okay this is a no-go wow okay so we could reduce the impact of hurt to our hearts Mm -hmm. if we pay attention to the signs correct absolutely absolutely a lot of times people want to just blindly like no you got to know exactly what you're doing in these relationships i totally agree so you know what i like to do as we progress in the conversation i always like to thank our listeners for tuning in we know that there are so many other podcasts that you could be listening to but you did take the time out to include our podcast in your what am i trying to say jasmine in your life (laughs) life. life. we are available 24 7 if you wake up at 2 a.m and you want to listen to diva speaks we're on many platforms you can stream us at any time getting off work going to the gym you know road trip you need some content in a car we got you okay right so what we ask what we want to ask you to do is to please please Share. If you like what you're listening to, share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, send us an email. Our email is divaspeaksofficial at gmail.com. So with that being said, let's get into it, as I like to say. So Jazz, I have a very funny story. (laughs) I don't know if you remember, but years ago when we were living in Texas, right? Mm -hmm. I got asked out on a date by this guy named Baron. And I don't mind saying his name because who knows where this guy is or where he ended up. So for my listeners, this fairly attractive guy, he appeared to have it going on, right? He had a really nice job. He had a really shiny, nice car. You know, he was very charismatic. He was a sweet talker, a smooth talker. And oh my God, he invited me and my girls to join him 
at a Dallas Cowboys game. Oh my God, Baron! <laughs> Not the Cowboys game, dude. Okay, please, sir, please let these people know. Please let these people okay, know. guys. If you see Baron on the street, run. <laughs> so listen. So, and I know it's probably a lot of uh, cowboy haters out here. So don't focus on that. Cause I'm a true Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm a cowgirl, but that has nothing to do with the story. So this guy invited me and my daughters out to an evening at the Cowboy Stadium to watch the game with him. And oh, life was just gravy, right? So we get to the stadium. We make it through the gates. We sit down in our seats. And within a few minutes, security comes and asks us to present our tickets. So what do we do, Jasmine? We showed them the tickets. <laughs> Whatever we thought we had, we showed them. <laughs> so long story short, guys, because I know it, it, it may be just sad and pathetic to a lot of you, but this guy went to and through the trouble of stealing someone's credit card and purchasing seats to the Dallas Cowboys game to take me and my daughters out. So security escorted us out of the seats and brought us in the back and told us we had to leave the stadium. So Bomber never talked to him again, didn't have any interest in talking to him again because that had to be one of the most embarrassing and humiliating experiences of that particular period of my life. Why are you laughing, Jasmine? Because by the second day, you probably would have been in the county. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been at Lusteri. Like, goodness, <laughs> sir, if you can't afford the day, it's okay. Like, if you Just can't afford it... Don't ask me on a date. <laughs> don't steal it, right? It definitely right. our first date shouldn't be in handcuffs in the back of a patrol car right. headed to Lou Starrett. And for all the people in Dallas that are listening, you know Lou Starrett is not where you want to be. So, I'll get started with, I guess, um, what I consider to be a major red flag. And that would be constantly bragging or talking about yourself like to me that is so narcissistic and it shows that you have no interest in the other person because the conversation and focus is strictly on you what do you think about that i mean it, it really kind of depends um i guess i can understand somebody being long-winded from time to time um but some people aren't as much talkative. Like, they don't want to hear necessarily a narration of your life, right? Like, doing things with you. Okay, we're having conversation. Um, but bragging is definitely a no. Like, sir, I can read your resume if I want to hear all your accolades. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I just, thought of, I just thought of another guy. I won't call his name. Who used to do that? The guy from D.C.? Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. This guy <laughs> would talk about everything he had going on from A to Z, then back to B, then back to Y. And the conversations were always filled with his accomplishments, who he knew, what he was doing, how much money he was making. It's just like, oh, can you date these things and people you're talking about at this point? Because... That's probably why he's probably still single now. Right. Not that I would know and not that I keep up. So so what would be like a red flag for you? Um, A red flag for me 
and this just may go to how I was raised, but just like your mannerisms with other people, like I, you know, traditional kind of background. So when I'm speaking to people that are, you know, older than my generation, you know, I'm very big. I'm like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. You know, even if I'm getting irritated with the elderly, you know, I, I'm not, disrespect is just something I won't tolerate because that's just a personal, you know, value to me. So if you, you know, if you're talking to your parents sideways, that's just automatically, I'm like, okay, um, you know, what's, what's going on here? Um, but like I said, I just think that's how I was raised. So well, thank that, you, Dolan. <laughs> well, thank you, Dolan. So you ain't got no respect, you ain't got no manners. Please don't step to jazz. Cause right? you're always your time. If I and had I will a, politely turn you down. If I had a collar to pop, I would pop <laughs> it right now, but I don't. Okay, so like, okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. So this is for the ladies and for the guys, like, right? Like, mm -hmm. finna get serious with it. If you're not getting invitations to this person's home within a reasonable and acceptable amount of time, if they're always finding reasons to keep you away from where they live, their residence, or always trying to be at your house, I think that's a red flag. Hmm. I said reasonable. And yeah, I said I an acceptable say, amount of time. Yeah. Now, that could vary from person to person. I was about to say, because, you know, my, my house is my sanctuary. So, I ain't just letting everybody I go on dates with come to my house. You know, people are weird. People but, are very weird. you know, that always showing up. You know, even even after, you know, we established that you've come to my home once, I've come to your home. Right. It should be evenly divided. You know, I don't want to feel like you're always coming over my place or I always have to come to your place. Or that, you know, like that space is not guaranteed. Like this is, like I paid rent here. So I don't want you feeling like, you know, this is something that you can just pop up on. Um, but not being invited at all is definitely a red flag. Because I'm thinking, okay, what's there that I can't come? There's a whole person <laughs> that could be there. A, whole, a whole family. Or you never know, they may be dirty. Or they could be a serial killer they could be a serial stashing bodies i mean i don't want to make light <laughs> yeah, of it yeah. but you but know that's serious people that could that could be a watch that could be the ticks. case watch yeah. for those ticks okay yeah. what about this one because we just talked about it before we started the podcast constantly talking about sex prematurely into Ugh. the non-existent relationship because we're talking about in the initial stages of dating or I guess the relationship. Constant focus on sex. How do you feel about that? You think that's a red flag? Yes. I personally, I think it's a red flag, but even not personally. Um, I, I feel like when we first start dating, you know, it's understood. We have a mutual attraction to each other. We're human beings. Like, we, we, if we're talking, we're mutually attracted to each other. But that shouldn't be the basis of a conversation, and it shouldn't come up every single conversation. Because you don't know how comfortable a person feels talking to someone essentially they i've never been with you so why would i be talking to you know talking to you about laying down and making that such a popular topic in our conversation like in my opinion it's gonna happen when it happens and we'll have the conversation right before it happens like it, right. it'll be very understood this is where we're doing this is where we are we're both in agreement so just to kind of have that conversation and, and granted we could be in a hypersensitive society okay. but women have always 
you know, kind of been muted or made to feel crazy about our sexuality. So, in my opinion, it really shouldn't even come up in conversation before I start talking about it. But here's the thing, though. This is something to think about. It could be a man or a woman, right? Right. I think sometimes when a person brings up sex prematurely, it shows an ulterior motive, an agenda, or mm. some people are even lame, uh, just that lame or lame enough to think that that's part of their relationship resume. Like, hey, yeah. I, can, I can eat the bootay. Yeah. Or, you mm. know, I can... Yeah, I can do all these things. I can like do that. all of these tricks that's and acrobats. Great. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, I completely get what you're saying. And, you know, like I said, we're this is a different day and age where nothing is a secret. Nothing is left to the um, to the imagination. There's no mystery in anything. So it's it's almost like people anticipate like this is this is a talking point for us. Like, uh, right. No, it's been around since the beginning of the time. It's not going nowhere. <laughs> exactly. You know, some people are just, I don't know, um, focused only on sex. And right. that and could be a real turnoff for the person in the dating scene that is seeking more than just right. a hookup. More than just, don't be focused on nobody that's just focused on your body. Okay, so moving right along, here's one of my favorites, right? Mm -hmm. A red flag. They're never accessible by phone or all they want to do is text you to death. How do you feel about that? Do you agree uh, with me? Do you have more to add? Or how do you feel about that? Now, me personally, yeah. I'm a working woman. I'm in an office on a computer all day. The last thing I want to do is sit and text somebody or the fact that when I get off work, you know, I ain't talk to you all day. So I'm busy. I'm at work. I want to, you know, have a conversation with you and you can't be reached until you're heading to work the next day. Like, oh, okay, why you not? Why you not available afterward? Because they're well, at home with their with the, I I don't know who they're at home with, <laughs> but I completely agree. Like there has to be multiple ways to communicate with a person. If you're only a texter, okay, um that's not you know, depending on who you are. But for most people, only texting doesn't work. Only phone calls doesn't work. Only calling around certain times doesn't work because, like you said, it's, I feel like, okay, why am I only being given a time slot? You know, why do I only have this one way of communicating? You know what I'm saying? Like, because now I'm like, okay, are you deleting messages to hide me from someone? Are you, you know, monitoring phone calls? There's just so many well, things. Well, I would say to that, absolutely. Yeah, contributing absolutely. to that. Um, but yeah, that's that's a super red flag. Like. So what you're saying is limited availability mm -hmm. is a super red flag. So super there you have it, people. That could go for men or women. Guys, if the woman that you're dealing with is putting you on a strict time schedule as far as when she's available or when she's not, you might want to pay attention to that. And I'm not talking about the women with children or small children and raising families. We get it. I've been there, done that. I know what it's like to have to multitask with a career, raising a, a, a young family, small children with their extracurricular activities. But outside of all of that, if you're noticing that the woman that you are into is not responding to your calls during a certain hour or time of day, you might want to check into that. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm a woman. I know the games we play. Not the games we play. The games we play. Oh, we are fabulous game players. Some some people think that it's just men. 
but I think that women were the best at it. Yeah, so moving right along. Do you have another red flag? Me personally, I've noticed that I think it's very, I want to say disturbing. almost even, yeah, disturbing when someone exhibits behavior that, in my opinion, is controlling, you know. Ooh. I once dated a guy, and I didn't see the flags because I wasn't looking for the flags. I remember that guy. Yeah. Curly I, hair? I, curly hair. Curly hair? No. And no. Okay. Um, so... Oh, you talking about that guy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not that. Oh, oh my God! Ooh, that How is a guy out there. That is a guy. You I know thought what? that but was the guy. No, I, the that other was a guy, whole other culture. Other, the other guy I'm talking about was way more dramatic. and country. <laughs> way more dramatic. Way more dramatic. Okay. Um, but the behavior, you know, he started picking a picking an issue with one of my best friends because we all were working together at the time. And I was just like, okay, you know, y'all grown, y'all figured it out. Like, if y'all don't like each other, y'all don't have to because y'all don't hang out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I started noticing the, you know, but when are you going to be home? I'm like, okay, you know, okay, all, right. all right, you know, I'm, I'm in school. I've, you know, I've got work. I've got a family, you know, I got a lot of things going on. So, right. but then it just became a, you know, a consistent he was always around me and I, I noticed that I wasn't even really hanging out with the people I used to hang out I wasn't doing as well um, in my relationships with other people outside of that and it really became like he was fixated on being around me all the time that and is I, disturbing super disturbing and I didn't notice it I, I caught on to it on the back end because I was just like you know dang I feel like I'm like I ain't seen these people in weeks or months but I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm being isolated and I'm allowing this to happen. Super red flag. If you notice that you're, you know, it's normal to have to adjust to being, you know, with mm -hmm. someone new, trying to rework, you know, your schedule. But if you're completely cutting off friends that you hang with, family members, events that you're going to. Your interests, a, yeah, your my, hobbies. My interests, my hobbies, the, the, the fun things I like, family super red flag stop pause the brakes because this is probably not going to end well no one you entertain should be isolating you to that magnitude right right so. and usually a controlling individual is that's just to me it's kind of like it's, it's the gateway to other things mm -hmm. other types of abuse because mm -hmm. if you're controlling and the person on the receiving end doesn't abide. I mean, does it turn into physical and verbal and mental abuse mm -hmm. to be able to control you? Right. And most of the time it will turn physical, which is what you don't want. If you could save yourself some heartache, headache, and therapy, I would say walk away from controlling tendencies. You know, I think that segues into my next point um if they have a temper oh yeah if you notice a temper in the beginnings especially during the dating phase i thought that is when we're all on our best behavior so if they're exhibiting a temper or they're having tantrums or they don't know how to control themselves emotionally without rage walk away I mean, there's no simpler way to put it. We don't even have to expand on that. Walk away. Run away. Please. Don't walk. Run. 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 Okay. <laughs> 
So Uber away. Please. <laughs> or Lyft. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, here's one. How do you feel about talking about their ex in excess? Like I said, at that point, please go date these people. And obviously, you are too hurt. You have not moved forward. You have not moved on. And granted, you know, sometimes you have to do a little bit of unpacking. Just a little bit. But it shouldn't be so much you feel like you're unloading the SUV built for a family of 10. Like, no. No, no, no. If, if that person is excessively talking about their ex bringing them up consistently always being referenced you know it's just a sign that they're more than likely not over not over them there's still something there you know there's something they're not telling you and like I said it will save you a lot of heartbreak confusion you know just feeling like because no one wants to feel like they're getting played no one wants to feel like they're getting used but you can, like I said, if you identify these red flags in the beginning, if you notice, like, okay, you're always bringing up this person, mm-hmm. you're always referencing this person, you know, maybe you should talk to, and it's okay, therapy is not just for people with trauma. Mental illnesses. Right. It's right. for all type of coping, because sometimes you just can't tell everyone. You need someone, a non-biased person who's just going to hear your side and help you, you know, break it down. It's okay to go to therapy to get over someone. It's okay to go to therapy um, to move on from someone. But it is not okay to rebound with someone else, another human who has a heart, right? So if you hear, if, you know, Chandra, Monique, (laughs) I know these names sound familiar. If these names keep coming up and you're in the talking dating stage, you know, maybe you should take a few steps back. Well, I'd like to add to that. If she keeps talking about Dante, Tyrone, Malik, Michael. That's a lot of names. Okay, I'm just saying, (laughs) you know, there seems to be some residual feelings there. And one thing that I have learned, and I learned this from Bishop Jakes long, long time ago, is whatever is stored up in your heart will definitely come out of your mouth because your mouth is the release valve for what's stored up in your heart. Mm. A person's not talking about something or someone that they're not passionate about or is still connected to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They may not even be aware that they're still connected emotionally to the person that they keep bringing up in this new journey, this new adventure. So I would say run red flag with lights. I don't know any other way to put it. Yeah. Oh, so I got one final point I love for us to talk about. Mm -hmm. Major, major, major glaring red flags with sirens, bells and whistles, and a tornado with it. Oh, okay. Run. If you detect a hint or a whiff of baby mama or baby daddy drama. Woo! That's one, you know. I know people currently going through this, and I'm like, look, I told you, you didn't want to listen to me, but I was trying to tell you. What was you trying to tell them, Jazz? Well, I mean, honestly, um, I just, honestly, I know quite a few people with, recently with kids and people trying to date people with kids. Even a guy just recently tried to um, approach me. Even after one conversation, I was just like, 
one your kids are still fairly young you have two kids with the same woman which lets me know you were trying to make a house <laughs> you were trying to make a home not a whole house not a whole house um and it's just i just don't want that for myself i did not create that situation and i shouldn't have to deal with that i shouldn't because at the end of the day when i have children no one is gonna swayed me from you know being with my children being there for my children so for me as a single person dating you you know your priority should be your kids and some things I'm just not going to put up with and honestly I ain't signed up to be no parent yet so um but even for you know I wouldn't necessarily not date anybody with kids but if there's just too much tension with the baby mama baby daddy stuff to me, it feels like there's still something there, which means you can easily go back. Because you know, in my head, you know, I started building the family. That's true. <laughs> and I would love to say this. Don't get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. Baby mama and baby daddy drama has no age restriction. You have people out here collecting social security checks, okay? with that geriatric baby mama and baby daddy drama. It has been decades since they have been with their children's father. They're sharing grandchildren together and still causing or attempting to cause hell in relationships. Because we do have older generations that are still out there. They are are entertaining, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they want companionship and there seems to be some beef with the Grand, grandbaby daddy? Is that? Grand, look, at this point, I don't know, because it's just too much going on. It's way too much going on. And a side note from that, I would also say a major red flag, a couple of things you might want to pay attention to. Too many kids by too many women, and the children are too close apart Ooh. and way too small. Oh, I just said a mouthful. Did I not? That, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother episode. I would love for you listeners to tune back in because we're going to cover that one. But I'm going to say it again. But run. Too many kids run. by too many women. Run. Too close together Fast. in ages. And the children are very, very young. Screaming. Run. Screaming. Run. With track shoes on. You have to get away. Because <laughs> next thing you know, you be the next baby mama or baby daddy in the situation. It's just... If you pay attention to the red flags, people, you could save yourself 20 plus years of just unnecessary conflict. Conflict. Chaos. Chaos. Confusion. Because at the end of the day, once you create that child together, you are forever bound for life. No matter if that child is 10 months old, 20 years old, 60 years old. And then who wants to deal with that? Who wants to get excited about a guy or a woman and you think that this is the guy? I mean, they're nice looking. She's put together well. He has his five-year plan he works for a good company she owns her own business both of them are educated and out of nowhere you come to find out he got two crazy baby mamas he's telling you one side of the story but only to find out he's probably dipping and dabbing with both of them like no you know what i'm saying these are the issues that a lot of single people have to deal with when they encounter 
people that have this type of drama going on in their life. And I dare to say that anytime you have this type of conflict or you face with it, I would say this is a person that doesn't know how to manage their personal life very well mm-hmm. either. What do you say about that? I definitely agree. Um, I, uh, well, I want to say I agree, but I agree also to a certain extent because a lot of people, though they may have made some mistakes in deciding who to procreate with, right? Because you didn't do that thoroughly. So now you're experiencing a lot of drama because you, you ain't thinking through. Um... You know, they realize, okay, now I now I kinda gotta work with someone who, you know, isn't all to get isn't all you know, stable. You know, they're popping off always emotionally. Sometimes it's not necessarily both of them. Sometimes it it could just be, you know, um an emotionally unstable baby daddy, an emotionally unstable baby mama. And as much as the other parent is trying to have a peaceful, you know, I, I want to co-parent, I want to do this, you know, cool. It's just, you know, the other one can't let go. And that's problematic. And even though, you know, he could be a great guy or, or she could be a great girl, are you really trying to deal with the, the, the parent that won't let go? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I did not sign up for all this. And you shouldn't have <laughs> to deal with it. I'm not signing up for this. You know what, Jazz? I have an idea. Why don't we invite our listeners back next week or... No, I'm sorry. Excuse me, guys. Not next week. We want to invite you back for part two when when we actually can schedule a part two. And if you guys have any questions or you have some points you would like to add, some additional red flags, please hit us up at diva speaks official at gmail.com and once again i want to remind you of the following to share diva speaks podcast and let us know what you think in the meantime relationship podcast that explicitly deals with relationship matters from a woman's point of view no subject is off limits relationship challenges sex intimacy dating infidelity Finances, heartbreak, and situationships are all a part of the discussion. Your relationship matters. And that's what we want to leave you with. Your relationship matters. Until next time, this is your hostess, Angela, and special co-host, Jasmine. And we are out.